like sometimes there's an imposter among us? Wow. <laughs> or I mean, do I you feel knew like you're going. the imposter sometimes? <laughs> I wonder if that's how the game started. Is, is someone feeling like they were an imposter in their own job? Yep. Maybe. Anyway, but we're not talking about Among get... Us. <laughs> we're I talking could, about imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, in this we'll kind of break test. down the definition, how Laura and I kind of went through it, and at the end, or kind of in the middle, and sprinkled in between, really, um, some techniques that we've used to kind of overcome it and get through it. Yeah, so this is looking a little sus right now, so let's just go ahead and get started. See what I did? Let's go. What I did? Let's go. No, I didn't, but go ahead. You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken and Laura. Thanks for joining for another exciting episode. All right. I feel very impostery sometimes. It was not when I'm playing the May, the game Among Us. Oh gosh, <laughs> I did not think you were gonna go there. It works. It works kind of perfect. Uh, you know that impost imposter syndrome kind of gets a little bit of all of us at some point, and that's kind of you know what we talked about today. That's the main thing we are going to be discussing today. So by show show of hands, who has ever dealt with imposter syndrome? My hands raised. You never can. You, never. No, I. You can see my hand raised. No, I can't see your hand raised. Exactly. My <laughs> hand was raised. Here, I got you. Hold on, let me. Okay. Uh, there. <laughs> now, now I'm just making a mess. Sorry. Now you're knocking Sorry. over your mic and everything. I'm just um, see. This is what you get. <laughs> but I'm sure we've all dealt with it. I know for a fact I have. And if you're not sure if you've dealt with it or you're not sure what imposter syndrome is. Yeah, first tell me what imposter syndrome is, Laura. So what it's, I don't know if technically this is the actual definition, but pretty much what it is in at least our field is kind of where you feel like you're BSing or you don't belong in the field that you're in. Um, That you kind of have to BS your way in and that you're not really meant to be there and that you don't feel... I don't know, capable enough um, or smart enough or all that jazz. Am I missing anything, what? Ken? Well, I just, I just Googled to... it. So I was just kind of saying what you had compared oh. to Google. Are you oh, ready? Wait. I was kind of going like layman terms. Go for it. Um, so imposter syndrome is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud yeah um, another still, way still sounds like no, i agree you sound kind of <laughs> spot on um oh, another way i've like it. heard about it being described is um you just yeah kind of like you said like you don't feel like you belong like you, mm-hmm. you you just don't feel like you deserve your accomplishments in a way so or the praise for, or that you just don't know praise. what you know or so what kind of you like do know is not to, right so like in our field, like you can go through the entire program, you can get certified, you can pass a national board exam and all that, but you're out in the field and then maybe still feeling like you don't belong. Mm-hmm. I would say like I felt it a little bit in school, but I never really kind of understood it. And I wouldn't say like in school I had a full, full blown, like, ple- like, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I'm blinking. 
like fledge of like I didn't feel like fully like I had imposter syndrome because at the same time like I was still a student. Um, however, like when you talk to a lot of people, and I'm sure I don't know about you, but in my class, like when you talk to people and you look back, you're like, oh yeah, even during your clinical rotations, you had it, and um, it's carried on or vice versa. You know, you had it during your clinical rotations and you don't have it anymore, or you have never had it during your clinical rotations and you have it now. Um, so there's kind of a varies. I'm sure you've probably heard of some classmates having the same issue. Yeah. Surprisingly, like I did hear about a little bit in school for the most part during the program, I f- felt okay. Like I didn't really think I've had like the whole imposter mm-hmm. syndrome going on, but definitely more once I started in the field. And I mean, I don't really know if it's a matter of like being with such experienced people and you don't measure up to their experience. I know we kind of talked a little bit before about knowledge versus experience. You're mm-hmm. going onto the field of this knowledge, but it's not the same as experience. So yeah. when it kind of like hit me a little bit harder was when working an outpatient and certain patients just prefer not to see you. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're, you're learning, like maybe your techniques aren't really refined. You're not doing, some people are just used to who they already see, but when certain like you'll see certain patients only prefer this person, or only prefer that person. It's like, am I doing something wrong? Yeah. So it's or like, like they it don't even like you. down in a way. You're like, I, I did I say something wrong? Did I, you know, did I do something? Or do you not feel like my skills are good enough? Like you do, you start questioning everything that you do know. Exactly. So, so it's just like, am I good enough to be here? Kind yeah, of deal. And, Sometimes it's literally they just think of titles and I've had patients who just want to work with PTs and even though they'll be like, you're great and everything, but I might just stick with that. And it's like, okay, that's just a preference. So like I definitely like it's hard when you have those situations not to get those feelings or um, my big one is when I was in inpatient was sometimes like I look at how some people were able to get some patients to do more than I was able to get them to do. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Am I not good enough? Like, why am I not being able to get these people to like, why does it look like I only get through five exercises when they've got like through, you know, eight. And I'm like, what is going on? And um, you start to question yourself a lot. And I think that's, it is normal. Well, it's not that I think it is normal for you to question yourself. And I think that's also what makes us better though is because then it, we can critique a little bit of internally and be like, okay, yes, I could improve a little bit on this or that. But overall, like, there's also times I look and I'm like, I'm more detailed with my patients. I stop and I, I correct them a lot more. And so sometimes it takes us longer to get through an exercise, but I know that they're doing it correctly and getting more benefit. Or I'm talking to them about why they're doing this exercise and how it's important at home. Um, but I can't like, there's plenty of times where I'm like, how come I'm only getting through five exercises and last time they did like eight and you do, you start questioning a lot about yourself. And so I think it's very, very normal. Um, I've known PTs, I've known PTAs, I've known literally even technicians who have all gone through this. Um, I don't think anybody truly it fully escapes from it. Would you say? No, I mean I agree. I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's rare. I think it is pretty common. I don't, I don't want to say like everybody goes through it, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, like, it is a thing. Um, people that do go through it, it's not just you. Um, Laura yeah. and I both have had firsthand, like, right now, where I'm working, I'm working with one very experienced PT and one still experienced, but not as much as the other one, but another very knowledgeable PT, right? <laughs> it's, yeah, he constantly reminds me how high his scores were, but besides the point, I digress. Uh, it, but at the same time, it, no, it's, it does play a part though, because like we worked with that same PT and there's times where he say certain things and I'm literally thinking, how the hell did I get this job? Like, I shouldn't be here. I know nothing because <laughs> he is so smart sometimes. It gets you. Yeah. But like the way it plays into a role of like treatment is we have several patients that will only see him, right? Mm-hmm. So we've had times where he wasn't there and now the patient has to move the schedule. The patients have canceled before when he's not there because they only want to see him. But if he's gone for a prolonged period of time, they have to see somebody else. And yeah. if the other PT is taken, guess who gets them? I do. And it's actually happened twice now where that patient or someone they know is a PT. Ooh. And that might play a role into the fact that they only want to see a PT because they're on the same level, right? Yeah. So here I come in with still trying to be, you know, and talk and be personable and get to know them and all that. But it's still the the quizzes while I'm treating them. And it's like, what is going on? Like, I feel like I'm in a practical right now. But it's like, oh I don't know if they're gosh, just trying to right? see my skills. Like, do I know my stuff? And it's like okay, I need you to calm down a little bit because you're asking me questions that are like way out there, have nothing to do with you even. But mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like I'm being quizzed. And like in those moments, I feel like, man, do, do I belong here? Like, I get it. I don't have the same education as like the PT does and anything like that or like their experience. But still, it's like that moment of like, okay, how much do I know? And what should I be doing? And all, I don't know. It gets It gets pretty intense. Yeah, I like I'm kind of with you on that. It's sometimes I think we forget that honestly, it's okay and we shouldn't know as much as the PT in a way. Like, no offense, they get paid more money to know more things. They went oh, yeah. to school they, for they much gone longer. School longer. We shouldn't know as much. The rotations much as them. are longer. Yeah, like I'm like I think it's sometimes unfair though at the same time for us from PTs to be put on the same level. Like, by all means, I think we should have respect. And there's a lot that we do know. And there are a lot of our experience we do know. But at the same time, like this whole deep down dive into some diagnosis, I'm like, I'm not, I was never paid to do that. I never was taught that. And yeah, if I, I know it great, because I've been learning it, like just through experience. But at the same time, like, in a way, no offense, that's not my job. And sometimes I feel like they can make it feel like it's your job. So you almost do feel like you've got a little bit more of that imposter syndrome because of the fact that you're like, should I be knowing this? Yeah, like I feel like, like it just kind of gets in your head when that happens. Mm-hmm. And so like if you're feeling that way, just know you're not alone. There are times where it's going to definitely hit and definitely like sometimes it'll just blow over and you're just like, whatever. Um, I have had it a lot in the beginning of a new job. And now I feel like I'm just going, eh, this is what I know. And I had a patient ask me something one time and I was like, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you that's just not just like that though. Just like that. Kind of. Yeah. She I, was, she, I forgot. It was, <laughs> they asked and I was like, there's something. And I was like, 
she asked me exactly like what could be causing. I was like, I don't know. Like, honestly, that's where it's out of mind a little bit. I can help work with this, but what's actually causing it? That's more of her question. Like, I, I don't know that. She, yeah. she does more of the diagnosing. And so, um, granted, it's not always that easy, depending on the patient. I was fortunate enough that I knew it was a younger patient. I'd been working with her quite a long time, and um, she's pretty chill. So, she was just straightforward with certain things. Um, but we all have our strengths and we all have our different skill sets and it's, it's hard sometimes not to feel that when maybe your one of your skill sets is that you're not as experienced as being highlighted in a way, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I feel like, um, you mentioning like the whole strengths and weaknesses, like everyone's different. Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of taking that time to recognize like. Like you do deserve to be here. You did, Pat. You like you did your boards. Like you went through the program. We passed, guys. We passed. <laughs> and I feel like kind of just taking that moment to just take a step back, know the differences between you and other people, and your knowledge and your skill sets. I think is plays a huge role in kind of just getting past it. Mm-hmm. And also knowing like it is a thing, and other people have experienced it too. So being able to talk to somebody about it could help like if you feel like your skills are lacking in a certain area then communicate with whoever you're with so for me personally like I said like those patients that only see uh, my PTs if the situation comes up where I'm seeing them so it actually happened yesterday too where this patient has been coming for close to a month and only seeing the PT Mm. Um, but then a situation occurred where I had to see the patient so it's kind of like, okay, I need you to break down real quick. What have you been doing with them? What are their goals? Like I see in the charts and like, I see like they're progressing, like the exercises, like, yeah, that's all cool and nice and everything. But it's just not you, talking to them about it is so talking much Talking to them, bouncing ideas, definitely a lot better. So I've just been asking like, what kind of treatment are you doing? What kind of manual you're doing? Um, exercise wise, what are they having difficulty with? And then I'll go in there kind of like telling them like, Assuring them that I've talked to the PT, I kind of know what's going on, explain to them like this is what's going on, this is what I'm going to do, and a lot of it helps for sure, like that communication between the PTs and me, but it definitely hits harder when I'm not able to do that. Yeah. If the PT is not there and all I have to do is rely on the notes without that communication side of things, it does make treating the patient a little harder because like sometimes they might throw something at me and I'm like... Like you said, like, I'm like, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Or you like know the I mean? thing is, too, is like you ask a question and sometimes they're like, well, don't you know? And you're like, well, I, I want to hear exactly how you're feeling. Like they almost feel like you're not reading uh, up on them. And you're yeah. like, no, I am. Like, and you're like, That's did like I not read it? Mine. Like, did I not read it correctly? <laughs> like, you're like, what? Um, I, I, so they get your head like, sometimes. I feel like that's happened once. Um, like I went in, like I, I read the Eva and everything. I went in there and I kind of like blanked when I started like talking to them. And then like, they're like, didn't you read the file? I'm like, well, yeah, I read the file, but not like the way you're seeing it. Like now you're, you're like, I'm being, I'm questioning myself. I'm yeah, like, you're like, shoot, I, just go ahead. Just break it down for me. Cause the way you're yeah. kind of putting this is like, I'm you're confused like, as hell now. Did I read the same thing as, <laughs> yeah. am I, right? did I read it? Like, 
And like you're trying not to throw the person under the bus too who's maybe before you because you're like, did they update it? Have they been doing it correctly? This is still saying you're doing this and you're you're doing what now? Like I um that definitely happens and uh it's it's very entertaining to say the least. I would definitely say like one of the things that I struggle with sometimes is when like you're working with a patient and you're literally looking at them and you're like, right, left what arm again <laughs> oh yeah that one because and some patients are okay with that they're like oh yeah this is my right side okay. but some are like did you not read my chart yeah they like freak out and i'm like do you know how many people i actually see like it's not just i have like 15 shoulders 15 shoulders you're lucky i remember your shoulder right now <laughs> <laughs> like There's you, you should be them, happy okay? i got the body part right <laughs> yeah. now you guys gotta Sometimes tell I'm me like, the right or the left Right. Um, I will say the one nice thing I absolutely love about my PT going kind of going back to like talking to your PT so that way you feel the most up to date is one of the best things she does is a she always says that you know it'll either be me or one of my physical therapist assistants um, that you'll be seeing we kind of rotate she goes I usually always here um, but you know we work really close so she sets it up from the beginning and I hear this all the time and it's great and honestly I I, I don't think we have a couple of PT only ones like her only but those are people she brought from her old clinic over who only wanted to see her begin with so I'm fine with that that's fine um and a couple have actually worked with me when she has not been available um and it's been fine they prefer her, but at the same time, that's just what they've had such a long history already with her. Um, I don't blame them. But even when the patient comes in for like their second treatment, she will come check in real quick with them and be like, I filled Lauren, like if I'm working, I filled Lauren on everything. I told her what we're kind of working on. And she kind of gets it up, um, the ball rolling and ready to go. And so then that way, patient already has this nice expectation and I will tell you I feel like it cuts down on the grilling which then makes you settle in a little bit better you already feel like you have a full thing of going on what's what's going on with their case and what the goal is in mind too because sometimes like we write I feel like the PTs write goals but doesn't really tell you what they really want to focus on right away it's like a general like goals for insurance in a way and you're like okay but what are we really working on? right um and then just kind of you mentioned uh my pt did the same thing like he went to go talk to the patient mm-hmm. the one that he normally sees and just like hey um uh, just so you know like i'm unavailable but you're gonna be seeing so and so today blah, blah blah and um definitely more welcoming when they do that because yeah. like the patient's aware you know yeah that it's kind of like hey you're seeing me today but He's like, I caught him up. I let them know what we're doing, what we're working on mm-hmm. and kind of keeping those lines of communication can definitely help you feel more at ease. Um, yeah. And again, kind of just going back to like that imposter, like you do belong here. You do know what you're doing and you should need to go in there with that, that confidence in a way. Exactly. And I feel like by doing that, setting up the stage up for you in a way, um, because they get that stage kind of set for them when they do that eval, you know, they get to come in and have that one-on-one introduction where Usually when we get them, it's the second visit and there's not really too much of that one-on-one introduction. They don't get to really know you within that time. You're just starting treatment. Um, And so if you have a patient who's quizzing you so much and it's just kind of like you're not ready for it, like 
that definitely gets you going of like, oh my gosh, am I doing something wrong? Should I even be here? Do I know what I'm doing? Like, but having that set up mindset, it does make things a little bit easier to come into. Um, I personally struggle with this quite often more than I wish I would. Um, there are some days where it's, I'm like, what the hell am I even doing here? Like, I can't do this. I don't know anything. And then there's other days where I'm like, high five to me. I rocked it. Like, today was a good day. <laughs> I completely crushed it. I know what I'm doing. I'm great at this. And then the next day it's back to like, why am I here? Am I supposed to be here? I don't think I need to be here. Oh my gosh, is everybody going to figure out I actually don't know what I'm doing? Do I know what I'm doing? Um, and um, that's one, me. Sorry, I'm more That extreme. was my dog in my background. I don't know if you heard yes. him bark, but he's a... Uh, a little bit. I figured yeah, it's um, eh. But you have me like those... It's funny because it kind of reminds me of golf and I was completely different, but like you go golfing and you feel... Some days you feel great. And then some other mm-hmm. times you're like, what the heck just happened? Why am I not like performing that way I thought I would like you get like those moments of like okay what is going on am I not yeah good enough but like like again like you were saying you you just have to take in those days where you do feel good and taking in those days more often too like you feel more confident and then you'll realize that you do belong yeah and then if you're not sure on something ask too I think that's a big thing too is like we kind of when I first was going through it a lot in the beginning I just kind of would let it go. But if it's like, okay, if I was like, I don't feel confident in this or I feel like I can't do it right, it's okay to be like, hey, let's go over the skill. So then that way, the more you practice it, the more confident you do feel doing it. Um, And so that's kind of a way that you can work through it because some of it is just straight up experience. It will come with experience and time. Um. Like, I, for example, I had recently a patient that we're teaching to uh, walk with two walking sticks pretty much versus a walker. And so we're t- trying to teach a four-point gait pattern right now until she kind of gets it down. Oh, jeez, you're making me dig. Yeah. Oh, well, those, and so those gait I'm, patterns. Yeah, so I'm legit like, oh, my gosh, I haven't done, like, <laughs> this type of training. You I had to told think, us in on, school what? that. Like huh? in school, when we were learning like three point, four point, two point, reciprocal, like all that yeah. stuff, right? In the program, they straight up told us that because we we're like asking, like, "Oh, should I document it like this? Should I document it like this?" And they're like, "You're never gonna see that. Like, no one <laughs> documents to like a T used four point gate pattern, blah blah blah." Like, no, we just we gate we used gate with the walking sticks or whatever. But it's just I actually did document. <laughs> patient required max verbal cueing for four point gate pattern for proper placement of and you're uh, just like what device (laughs) and dig for that no that's how my documentation goes guys when i'm when i got you nice yeah when you got time when i got time my documentation is so much better when i got uh it's it's a little more personalized personalized but um but like for example like going back i was like oh my gosh do i even know how to do this do i do i and i think about it and i asked i was just like okay what are you guys working with and she's like this is what we're working on and i was like okay okay i can go from there (laughs) i got this now (laughs) and so um in fact my pt jokes that i'm always talking about foot placement with my patients definitely a lot of my gait 
um, patients. Um, I'm always being like, okay, your foot needs to go here or it's working on foot placement because a lot of them are crisscrossing or, um, you know, their foots are off to the side and all this kind of stuff. So I work a lot on where your foot needs to be. <laughs> and Which so, is uh, important. Yeah. So I talk about it all the time. I was like, yeah, we worked out really on like where her foot placement is, working on control of where her foot is landing. Oh, yeah, we really worked on, you know, heel and toe. <laughs> and my PT goes, I might just call you like the foot <laughs> the foot queen. pro because <laughs> yeah. she's like you're always I was like but it's important and the thing is is that's the nice part is about having different things that you might find important versus like the PT it's all really important and we all get to focus on it does not mean just because you don't focus on the exact same thing maybe your PT or another PTA focuses on doesn't mean that you're just honing it in or that you don't know as much or something like that. I think in the medical field in general, we all have different opinions of how things can be done. And that's what makes it great is because not all one way is going to be the best for a patient. Um, you know, if you get someone who's just always working on just strength um, and not working on any balance, uh, you know, that patient's still going to be lacking in balance. Um, if you got person who just works on just balance but no strength you're, you're gonna still have some areas where they're weak so um i think it definitely has a nice to be well-rounded and yeah, kinda just like because yeah and just because of the fact that maybe you are more focused on one thing for a patient does not make it wrong for them and i had a, a struggle with that sometimes because um you know if a PT would come up to me and I'd be like, oh, we really worked on this. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, I would love to work on this a little bit more. And then you start thinking, oh my gosh, did I do it wrong? And it's not so much that. It's just what they find to be a little bit more focused and not saying what you were doing was wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, I feel like that's just, I... uh, it kind of just calls back to like everyone's techniques are different. Yeah. So like you have your yeah. techniques, I have my techniques and some patients have preferences that they prefer one mm -hmm. over another. But just because, like, for example, you like to focus on, like, their footwork and their placement doesn't make you wrong in any way. Like, you are yeah. just honing in on that. And it just kind of brings everything full circle. Like, the, the PT focuses on their strength, and then you focus more on their technique, and that would just kind of bring their session, like, more well-rounded in a way. Yeah, And just, definitely. like you said, like, it's not, it's not wrong. And yeah. it's just your way of doing things and things that you want to focus on. And maybe it might be something you noticed that the PT didn't. Mm -hmm. So it just come down to your preferences, your techniques, and just knowing that everyone's different. Yeah. And just know that you're not alone going through this feeling. Um, I wish I could say it's, you know, if you do have these feelings, it just will go away eventually. Who knows? Um, but there's definitely some things that you can work on to kind of make it feel a little bit better is a, if you're unsure in something, it's okay to ask. Um, second is take a deep breath. You're doing great. <laughs> uh, a lot of times we feel like we're, we might not be doing well. Um, a lot of people also have mentioned meditation is something and then also seeking if you need to actual therapy, um, just to kind of talk it out and see, work through some stuff. You never know sometimes what it's coming from. Um, but those are kind of my suggestions on like 
how to do it. Not every single person, every single way is going to work for each person. Ken, I don't know if you have any suggestions on what might help. Um, no, I mean, I agree with the ones you've made. Um, I would say just, I agree with like kind of knowing that you're not alone. It is a thing. It is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, just from this whole episode alone, you can tell that Laura and I have been through it. <laughs> and uh, my advice is also just communicate. Um, if you feel yeah. like some areas you want some help in and you want to um, progress and get better at, then just talk to your PTs about it. Talk to your coworkers, your colleagues, and just work on those skills. But, I mean, we've all passed the exam. We're all here for a reason. And we want to be here. So try not and don't to think let it's yourself just our field, too. Like that's the oh thing yeah, too. like this it's is not a whole, just our field. This is everybody's field. We just related it to our field because this is what we do. But yeah, yes. this is a <laughs> known phenomenon throughout a variety Work. of different fields <laughs> and working and a way of life. Again, yeah. not everybody goes through it, but I would say it's more say common it's, than you think. Yeah, and it's okay if it happens once or if it's you know more often than not. Uh, But finding people you can talk to will also help and take the little wins. Um, Sometimes on tough days, taking those little wins will help you a lot. But until then, um, I believe that's kind of it for today's session. Yep, my dog's going crazy. Yeah, I kind of watched Ken playing (laughs) a little bit of tug of war right now. It's kind of funny. Um, But don't forget to follow us. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. And um, we also have our YouTube channel. Um, But other than that, I believe we'll catch you guys next time. Sounds good. Take care. Bye. The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.